What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block for June 5th, 2018. One week until we find out what Nintendo has in store for us for the rest of 2018 and maybe into 2019. I'm very excited. Joining me, as always, that retro code, Edward Barnell. Ooh, I got a game to talk about. Hi, everybody. (laughs) I've also got games to talk about finally this week. Also joining us, the wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas. Yeah. What's up? Woo. Yeah, I can't wait. E3. Ah, it's finally here. It's almost. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Oh, E3, man. What a what a, what a, time of the year. And it's going to ch- cheer me up so much after the Cavs lose this finals, it looks like. But it's okay. You know what? It's okay. I, I honestly think I get more excited for this than even if like the Packers were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's because I mean I get excited. You know, don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd love that, but but it, I got more stake in this. Well, <laughs> I got more more interest in. As a Cleveland Browns game. fan, I have to ask you, what's a Super Bowl? Um, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, well, sports. Though you guys. So you guys have played. You guys have probably played more uh, playoff games though than the Lions, haven't you? Ooh, I no, <laughs> no. I think since no? the since the Browns came back in 1999, I think we've only been in two playoff games. Well, they didn't it, win it, no games last year, right? Yeah, we we didn't win a single game last year. In the that last is. in the last two years, we are we are one and thirty one. In the last two seasons, is the well, Detroit Lions better? Yeah, yeah, the Lions are way better than us. Well, the thing is, though, too, like I know technically, like technically, they're it's not the Browns who did that, but it's just still BS that that your Browns basically got turned into Baltimore, you know, the Ravens. Yeah. And then, like, once they were the Ravens, then they started doing pretty good. Like, I mean, weren't they doing fairly well, though, before they turned into Baltimore? Yeah, they were on the cusp of being, like, a real Super Bowl contender. And then, like, and then the year after the Browns came back in 1999, the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2000. So, yeah. Well, I guess it was the season the Browns came back, the Ravens won the Super Bowl, which yeah. is, like, a real punch in the face because the Browns yeah. only won, like, two games that year. Yeah. Oh. So... So that that's enough. That would like if I was a Browns fan, I I'd probably be pretty pretty done with 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 football to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that just sucks. Everybody, when it comes to sports, if it don't say Tecmo Bowl, double dribble, or Joe Montana football, or uh, the Midway one, Blitz, I know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. arch rivals at times. 
Yeah. Or bron- uh... bronzoid. <laughs> bronzoid bowling. Right. <laughs> Man, look. It's 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 Cavs time now. Oh no. There's a recording on TV. Why fix it? <laughs> oh well. Yeah, well, I don't care right now. I'll fix it after the show. They'll still be playing. Uh anyways, so <laughs> now that we're done talking about sports, I'm gonna start with what I've been playing. Because I've actually been playing games. Yay! Uh, so I'm gonna stick with Switch. Uh because we've all been playing the same Xbox games, I'm assuming. So uh <laughs> I I've been playing I played the Mario Tennis Aces demo probably for like an hour. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this, but it's good. I can't wait for Mario Tennis. I like I like how they're, they they seem to add some mechanics to, to actually hitting the ball instead of just mm-hmm. like, you know, there's like, at first there was like the power shot, the the light shot, and then like the, the spike shot or whatever. Now, like, there's different ways you can hit the ball. There's different, like, shots within the shots. And then, like, I was really worried about the racket breaking thing. Uh, but it's not really that bad. It, like, I think they need to tweak it a tiny bit before the game comes out. Which I'm sure if people complain enough because it's the internet, uh, I think, I think you know that mechanic is gonna add some kind of level of strategy to the game, uh, whether you want to hit the ball back or not. Like, and in when your racket takes damage, it's only on specific shots. Okay. So like, uh, there there's something called like a a block where you can block the ball and hit it back without taking damage on these specific shots and it's just like a mm-hmm. time it's like a timing thing so okay. i don't think it's going to be as big of a deal uh as people are saying it is but we'll see uh i like it though uh i played as yoshi and mario and they both play relatively the same i think yoshi's a little bit faster but <coughs> uh it's cool though i like it uh but the other game I've been playing is N plus plus the game I've been waiting for, dude. I I refuse to I refuse to play the next level until I grab all the gold coins in one level. Like I refuse. Wow. So I've probably put I've probably already put like two hours into that game, but I'm still in the tutorial levels because I refuse to move on until I get these coins. And now I'm stuck on one where like like you jump up you jump up this. Uh, like these walls, you wall bounce all the way up, and then you have you have like this thin crevice to jump over the door and land by the gold coins, and it's like that's hard enough to do as it is, right? But behind each of the gold coins, if you grab the coins in a certain way, there's bombs behind them, and then you if you pick up the gold coins in a specific way, it activates the bombs, and then if you touch the bombs, obviously you're dead. So you it's like a very like. I don't know, man. It's hard. Meticulous way. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. It's hard, but it's uh, actually thinking about it now. I think I know what I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> I'm, I'm like literally just sitting here thinking about it. But man, that game that game is gonna keep me like sane for the next year. I think because like you know, there's there's almost five thousand levels in that game now, and like they they have in the single player stuff. There's all like the n plus plus levels and then they added the legacy levels which is all the levels from n and n plus uh-huh and then there's the hardcore levels 
which there's all there's about a thousand of the hardcore levels, and then there's there's race and co-op modes, which also adds uh, combining both of those probably about five hundred levels. So it's like mm-hmm. there's a lot of M plus plus to be played, uh, and like the co-op stuff can be played with the, just the Joy Cons, which not really the ideal way to play it, but it's still good, still a good time. So my only issue with the game is you cannot map the buttons. Because when I'm playing, like I want, I want to be able to, like, just naturally playing Mario and and, and other platformers on other consoles and stuff. On the on the Pro Controller, I want to hold Y down and jump with B. But I have to hold X down and jump with A, and then Y becomes the restart button where I want X to be the restart button. And, like, sometimes I'm doing really well and then I'll accidentally hit the wrong button because I'm used to that. Yeah. And then I, I blow myself up on accident. <laughs> wow. And then I'll have to restart the level. But it plays really good in handheld mode. I thought the lack of a D-pad was going to be an issue. But it actually turns out that the buttons, like, the buttons are the issue I have with the game. But it's not really an issue. It's just an adjustment I have to make. And I have to train myself for, but M plus plus is really good. It's a good, it's a good time. Uh, it's only fourteen ninety nine, also. So anybody listening out there who wants a really fun platformer, if you like, if you like Celeste and Super Meat Boy and those types of games, M plus plus is right up your alley. Uh, and I, I'd say it's even harder than both of those games, but it's still fun. Oh, it's so much fun. I, the what the controls in the game are really tight. Yeah. Like I like they're not hard to get used to. You just gotta time your the floatness mm-hmm. and everything. It just keep an eye because man, it's it's hard to explain. But the game feels like like the ninja feels floaty when he's in the air, but like you can still control where he goes. Yeah, yeah. it's it like I, it's hard to explain. It's not like Little Big Planet was where it's just like you jump and you float and you can't you can't really judge because he's so floaty and you're used to playing Mario. But N plus plus is is that good float where like, okay, I'm. It's more of like a hang time float than just a like. Oh, I'm just gonna jump and float over here, or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, oh, it feels so good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be. I probably I'd probably like it if it's like a lot like uh like Lightfall and stuff where yeah, because like feel, the, what you it were it feels ex- like Lightfall actually a little bit just a little bit slower I'd say but okay. Like the jumping and the running mechanics kind of feel a little bit like that. Okay. Which is yeah, the and then like to get back to. Because <laughs> yeah, I know like Fall Two is like there's that's like some of the things that make that game difficult is you have this very small margin of error, like where you like you've got to jump between things like just right, and stuff like that, and that's what that kind of sounds like. You have to do a lot of. Like there's a lot of like precise things where you got to jump through small areas. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's really good. I'm in, I'm enjoying this game a lot. So, uh, but anyways, uh, Jesse, we're gonna we're gonna go with you. What have you been playing? So as far as like for Nintendo or well, like yeah, other, I mean other than what we've been playing together, I really haven't gotten a chance this week to play much. Um, I. I think I played a little more of the pinball arcade on my Switch. But other than that, I today I went to a barcade and 
played a whole bunch of Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo stuff on on arcade. So that was fun. Like I I've never got to play uh, Super Mario World on on arcade, so I got to play that. The uh, um, player's choice is it the play, the ten player choice one? It's it it was one that was uh, there was three games you could play. You could either play Super Mario World, mm-hmm. Super Punch Out, or what was the other game? I think it was some kind of sports game. Mm, okay. Baseball. It was one of the baseball games. I don't okay. Remember. I don't remember what it was, but but yeah. So I played I played Super Mario World and. And then I played some Super Mario Brothers. Uh, they had, you know, you could play the first game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I played uh, some some uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade. Yeah, uh, I played that on on two different systems. They had the one system where you could pick a bunch of games. Oh, and then I played Contra on, on that one as well. I played Contra arcade. That was really that was fun. And then. Uh, what else? I played a lot of a couple of pinball machines. They only had like three pinball machines, but um, they were awesome. Like the the Ghostbusters one was amazing, and then they had a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one, and uh, uh-huh. that one that one was pretty cool too. Like you could pick like which uh, guardian you wanted or which person character you wanted to be. Oh, nice. And then uh, what they had a they had a um, uh, N sixty four set up with Mario Kart, and uh, they had four controllers so four people could play. And that was that was free. That didn't cost anything to play it. You could just play that if you wanted to sit and play that all day if you wanted to for free. Um, and then uh, what else? I played some uh, Captain America and the Avengers. So it's like basically it's a lot like the uh, like the X Men game and stuff like that where you can. But they're play like more. really small. Yeah, they're smaller. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I played it. I played the arcade and then I played the Super Nintendo one. <laughs> yeah, it, I I like the I played the I played that and I played as uh, Iron Man, but yeah, I didn't care for that one as much as the original X Men one. The, the original X Men one is still better. But um, you yes. know, I just wanted to try stuff. And they had the Sim- they had the Simpsons one, but I didn't really get a chance to play it because uh, there was a guy there, like a maintenance guy, that kind of just maintains the systems. And I think he was fixing some of those. He was fixing oh, okay. fixing that and one other game. And then yeah, they had like they had uh, Double Dragon, they had Final Fight, they had. Um, I don't know. Uh, I played some Space Invaders, and they had this really sweet cabinet for Space Invaders, where it was like they had this like hologram thing in the back of it, uh-huh. so so it looked like three D, like almost. Oh, it, cool. it, it was the original game laid over it, but but they had this like the way they like had it projecting on it. It made it look like there was this like hologram of like like a uh, um. Uh, planet like uh, you know coming over the horizon or something like that and the background it made it look really cool and it kind of lit up with like a greenish like and red colors and stuff like that 
And then yeah, they had they had a whole bunch of uh, like actual like legit you know Nintendo arcade games and stuff. So, but oh, yeah, so yeah, so that's that's mostly what I what I've been playing this week. So, <laughs> I really want to go to a barcade. All of yeah. them are in the city though. Uh, oh okay. Yeah, because the there's, I mean, we got Dave and Buster's. Uh, we got Galloping Ghosts in uh, Brookfield. Um, and then we got a nickel of a nickel arcade place called Nickel City, close here. Uh, that was close to my old job. But I'm just like, I want to go to a bar. I think there's one in Wisconsin, uh, in Kenosha. But I'm just like, I want to go to one and just experience it. Not really drink or anything, but just be yeah. like, let me see what games they have and who I could play with or who I could beat up in Street Fighter Third Strike if they got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they yeah they had a whole bunch. They had a couple of uh, fighting games, and then yeah, I, I I tried. I haven't played it in forever, but I I played uh, um, uh, the the Guitar Hero uh-huh. <laughs> arcade. I played it on medium, even though I hadn't <laughs> played in a while. I put it on medium and uh, did okay. I got like eighty eight percent or something like that. But but I was missing a lot of the blue. Like switching the blue to yellow buttons really quick. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, it's fun though. I definitely go back again sometime and go. I spent ten bucks and I think I was there for like two hours almost on ten bucks because it, literally it was only a quarter per play. Like the only th- it was fifty cents for the for the pinball, but otherwise everything else was a quarter for per play and like. When I played Super Mario World on one quarter, I ended up finishing three levels before the timer ran out. Yeah, so. that's the that's the player's choice. They yeah, give you like a, a three minute time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our piece of hut used to carry it, and I used to always play Double Dragon. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's weird because it's like this big, like over, like overly shaped, like large, like Super Nintendo controller that's like mounted yeah. to it. It's really weird, but it, it works. Uh, like I was like, "How does how is this gonna work?" But yeah, it works. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. So uh, nice, nice. What about you, Ed? So uh, keep it with the guys. Well, besides Xbox, anything new that I played was Battlefield Hardlines. I'm playing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll get uh, split to that like on optional opinion if you guys check that out. Uh, but for Switch, I picked up Just Shapes and Beats, and that game is like now in the leading nomination of indie game of the year. Like it to me is almost rivaling like Shovel Knight as the best indie game of this generation. And I'm gonna tell you why from my viewpoint, not sure squads. I, I, I didn't say a word. <laughs> I just said you shake your head. That's why. It's because nothing's better than Shovel Knight, but you're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> uh, just like our kind of class, uh, I really enjoyed that game too. But the music in this game is th- the trailer just does not give it justice. I'm literally looking for the soundtrack because I'm a big, huge house head. The music is phenomenal in here. Like, you literally could just plug it in your car or whatever amp you is and just bang out these good tracks. And the challenging, the challenges are good. So, 
you kind of go through uh you're like a shape and it kind of doesn't explain to you what's really going on but you're trying to catch this triangle you catch this triangle you're like okay good now this is how uh this is how the game kind of works these red bars and these red lights and stuff will give you indication but when it's full you got to be out the way you got to make sure that anything red coming your way you, you you know you don't be by it uh you have you don't have a shoot button so you can't uh and this is just the intro levels you can't shoot anything but you can dash so you can dash through it so while uh the beats are coming on the beats are matching the shots so you got to make sure that you're paying attention to the music and paying attention to the scene and i'm just like okay i got this i got this when you get to a boss you get no checkpoints so if you you get like about six hits on a boss so if you get to like the last part of it and it hits you you have to do that whole thing over and they show you at the top of the screen uh like like uh guys casey i know um like right here at the top of the screen is a big line with that shape going along right there so you gotta make it all the way through and that's how you defeat a boss that's even before you get into the intro of the game like with the title screen and everything and so i was just like oh my goodness and uh it gets a little bit funny when, when you like get to the title screen and get to the end of it uh and i'm just like i could just play this for years to come it is so good it, like it's literally my lead for game of the year for indies um I don't know how long it is because I, like I said, I just got it. But it's this you would just be like the music kind of tricks you because it's so mesmerizing. But you gotta pay attention to the screen and everything, and you gotta make sure that uh, you are in the space where nothing can hit you and stuff. And you just gotta be quick and move around and stuff. And it's it's like so so good. And I think the uh, they got different musicians to contribute to the game. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if they're like local in that area or it's just people around the world. I don't know if they're like uh got albums out or anything. But yeah, I'm looking. F- I gotta find this soundtrack to this game because it's it's so it's literally you could just play it in the club and everybody would dance to it. It's it's just it's literally house music mixed with techno mixed with electronica and it and everything works. It it, it kind of gets difficult, but man, you gotta pay attention to it. So I'm loving Chess Shapes and Beats, and uh, I uh, I threw it up on Twitter, and the two develop the developer and the publisher favorite my tweet, uh, favorite my tweet, and I'm just like, oh, yes, now give me that good old soundtrack. Um, played Next Machina on PlayStation Four, ended up being that got into the groove, really enjoyed that game. Um. And pretty much that's all I've been playing. Beat Ikaruga on a Switch. And I suck. I suck. My skills was so bad. Uh, but um, with a little practice, I'll get I'll get back into it. Uh, I beat it because I did it on free play. And I kind of want to limit myself on continues. Uh, so I could, could try to get through the game within five continues and stuff. So I got to better my uh, skill play and learn levels all over again. Um 
it, uh, it was funny. Uh, Friday, I was coming from Chicago, and uh, there was another passenger right uh, right by me. Uh, he came sat by me. I'm playing Ikaruga. He was playing Sky Vapor, and I didn't get his switch code. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I wanted the nerd out with you on this train ride. But I was just like so happy that he sat back, that he sat by me, and we both was playing Switch. I was just like, yes. <laughs> so, uh, but that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, so, yeah, everybody, if you if you own PC and you own a Switch, pick this game up if you're into house music and like a good and, challenge. And if you have uh, if you have Spotify, they actually do have the soundtrack on there already. So, I just ah, I just yes. I just I just sent it to you in our in our chat or yes. sent it. Yes. So yeah, it's just curious because they're pretty good about getting uh soundtracks on there for games yeah. and stuff because that's where i listen to like my uh rhyme soundtrack and and uh no man's sky even though i've never played no man's sky and i uh-huh. know nothing about it i like i've heard that their soundtrack was pretty good so i like check that out because uh the one local uh retro store that sells retro games they they have a lot of uh old like original soundtracks on vinyl uh-huh. and that that's one of them and they they actually have uh um battletoads soundtrack on vinyl Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, but the, yeah they had the no man's sky one and so it was like a hundred and some bucks and i was curious uh if, if it was on spotify and sure enough it was and i i do like that soundtrack but yeah i'll definitely check this soundtrack out then i do want to get the game though too eventually because that's kind of right up my alley as well yeah. like i love that kind of stuff and it and, and mix 8-bit with techno house and it's just it's like ah i just want to hear this and it, and it sucks because i have to focus but my body wants to dance to it and, this, and it gets it gets literally crazy not just like dash dash about my head dash dash about my and it's so good well um, and my gaming my gaming tv is hooked up to a surround system so so it should that should sound fun it should yeah. be fun <laughs> nice nice well games games and more games yes <laughs> games um okay well now that we're done talking about games let's get into these news bits if there are any news bits I'm just kidding. There's a few. <laughs> um, okay, so our first news story comes from Game Informer. Uh, Korean ratings board uh, leaks Fortnite Switch port. Uh, on the heels of revealing e- uh, E3 pamphlet, more evidence is mounting that Fortnite is coming to Switch. The Korean ratings board has uh, rated a specific, uh, specifically Switch-based edition on the Juggernaut Battle Royale game. Yesterday, the same board revealed a rating for PS4 and Xbox One editions of the original Borderlands, yet-to-be-confirmed announcement. Uh, the take is, uh, the last few weeks have been a smorgasbord of leads, which will hopefully be confirmed at E3. If Nintendo has an infrastructure to bring Fortnite to Switch, grabbing a piece of its massive player base seems like a no-brainer. That'd be cool to play some Fortnite on Switch if... If well, if they run it through your Epic account and not your Nintendo account, in that way, like when we play Squad Goals on online, like 
I I think that would be a cool feature for us to do on squad goals or just as a video in general where like I'm playing Fortnite in handheld mode on Switch. Well, I'm playing Fortnite on well, Switch and then you guys are playing on Xbox at some point and like we're playing cross platform. Well, it's it's questionable about the Fortnite thing cuz a lot of people know if it is Battle Royale or if it's just a regular Fortnite game. Um and we oh, don't know it probably if- be both. Because Battle Royale is still technically a feature of Save the World, so it's probably the uh, it's probably going to be both parts of the game. I I don't know why they would put one on and not another, especially since like out of all everybody that's playing Fortnite, something ridiculous like ninety seven percent of people playing Fortnite are playing Battle Royale, and only three percent are playing Save the World. So, well, that's why I wonder if it is getting this rating, um, and they bring out to the uh, the collection. I wonder if Epic is still going to continue that to keep Battle Royale um, free, or are they going to connect it to where when you do buy the game, if you buy the game, you get Battle Royale with some extra items, and uh, it's the only way that you can get some Nintendo cosmetics also in this game. Yeah. Like, uh, I wonder if they, if they would attach it like that. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I would be down for Fortnite on Switch. And, like, you know, I've, I've been playing a lot more on my Switch lately. And, like, I kind of see the Switch being the only console I play for a while <laughs> a while <laughs> in the next couple months. So, uh, and, and this is only for Korea. This is not for America. Oh, I should say. yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I just they that Koreans ratings board usually just rates everything before everybody else for some reason, and that's those mm-hmm. are always the first ratings to come out when everybody's like, "Oh, the game X has been rated." It's always the Korean ratings board or Amazon European website. Insert European country here. Uh, <laughs> but, anyways, Jesse, what do you think about Fortnite on Switch? Yeah, I I just think that it it it's inevitably it was gonna happen i mean it it just like you know with its cartoon style graphics and everything like it it just it fits you know for a nintendo game yeah and you know and it just you know and kids definitely all ages play it so it's it's a good way for them to to be able to you know because i mean the switch is doing so well they kind of would be dumb not to put try to put it on there yeah so yeah i mean i I think i think you know if if rocket league is able to run and i I know these are completely different games but like they're running server side on their side you just have to connect to their server through your console right and if like Mm -hmm. you can get cross-platform play through games like rocket league and minecraft and all these other cool games like I don't see an issue with Switch hooking up to your Epic account and playing Fortnite through their server, right? So, yeah. Like, anyways, I would be excited to play Fortnite on Switch. Just yeah, saying. I I think we all enjoy Fortnite quite a bit when we play Royale with Cheese. So check out Royale with Cheese on Nerds Gone Rogue. Uh, I I, I do Radio. have dot com. I I do Tuesdays at ten a.m. Eastern. <laughs> I do want to see. How local play for Battle Royale would do like at cons because mm-hmm. I think if you could do a local play with a hundred players in the building, <laughs> I think that would kind of take Fortnite Battle Royale to a new level. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Plus, like, if you did that, plus, like, the rumor is there's going to be Nintendo-specific cosmetics in there. That would be cool. That'd be right, cool. Yeah. Like, if you're running around with, like, a, a Samus blaster on your arm or whatever, <laughs> or, like, I mean, I could totally see these, like, uh, you know, similar to the costumes that are in Bayonetta 2, like, I could totally see, the like, Nintendo-esque costumes coming to, to Fortnite just to mess with people. So. Well, what I what I kind of would like them to do is, you know, like they they occasionally they have these special limited uh, run, you know, things where they're do, like they had the Thanos uh, thing going on. Like I mm-hmm. like they really like in my opinion, if they really want to hook people, they need to start having some uh, like game types that you can play like. Because they've, you know, like, I mean, you can't argue that they've gotten to the point now where they've got so many people playing this game that for them to have at least one other game type in in that vein of doing the, you know, the 100 people, that, that making a, another game type isn't really going to stop the game from not being able to find people to play with. You know, so they, because I think that's the only reason that they weren't doing, like, they won't keep any of that stuff is because they're probably afraid that they might, that if you split up all the people that are playing, well, then you might have a hard time playing one game type because it can't find people. Mm-hmm. But I think at this point, that's nothing to worry about. Oh, yeah. There's, there's plenty yeah. of people Ex- playing it. Especially if, like, the it's on mobile, it's on Xbox, it's on PC. Like the yeah. only th- the only console like this probably isn't gonna play nice with is, is PS4, right? So like, you've yeah. got you've got five other places that's, that that this game is on, and it's like you're not gonna have an issue finding a game. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, especially yeah, if you can play in between the three, yeah, the PC, Xbox, and and Switch, if they all can play against the same kind of people, you know, or at least Switch and Xbox, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, they, yeah, that's what they should do though, and then Nintendo could like have their own game type where like you could do something where like you know like you could have all kinds of wacky things like you could have like be able to like shoot shells at people or something or you know like yeah. I mean or like fireball like you could get this fireball suit and like shoot fireballs <laughs> you know like they must like, to try to mod Mario Kart. Uh... For uh, vehicles in that mud, and someone's well, going to cheat with the uh, with the star. So, well, well, you know what? I was just thinking that, like, literally, they could have two different modes. You could have regular Fortnite, the Fortnite Battle Royale mode, and then you could have the Fortnite Battle Royale mode, uh, like done, like Nintendo, like it would be Nintendo mode, where when you build walls and stuff, they would be the the mario blocks and stuff like that so everything would be like built like it's a it would look like a mario world basically yeah. like the map the maps would be like all like stuff you'd see and, in uh, and the background that, of mario games and that's why i said they would attach that to you buying the whole game yeah um it to would, get that i bet mode. it would be like a like there would be like a uh not a cosmetic pack, but like, because I think some Nintendo stuff would be free just to entice you to get it there, right? But like, mm. maybe a 
Fortnite builder, uh, Nintendo builders pack or a like, and then like, obviously cost a lot of costumes and stuff would be cosmetic and stuff. So you would have to buy like a Nintendo battle pass almost like separate from your regular battle pass to unlock certain things. But I think it would be cool. Or they would just make them a cosmetic thing that you buy separately, like, you know, like it, not charge a whole lot for it. Yeah, but just it would have... almost it would almost be like a like in Dota they sell map skins because there's only one map, but you can you can play the map however you want. Like there's like a a water skin for the map, or there's a forest skin for the map, or you know, it, you could buy skin. Maybe you could buy skins for your map. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that would work. I'm not a designer, but. Anyway, anyways, yeah, we're gonna move yeah, on. Yeah, I def, yeah, I definitely think though them getting into using the Mario uh, stuff like in the world and the you know building blocks and things like that would be like you know it's so such a perfect game setup for something like that to be used. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on to our next story. That was a lot of Fortnite talk. Not that I don't enjoy it, but. <laughs> uh. This comes from Nintendo Life and is a rumor. An IMDb uh, posting suggests that Charles Martinet will be voicing Mario in the Wreck-It Ralph 2 movie. Uh, It's already been confirmed by Nintendo and Illumination that Mario will be making his grand return to the silver screen in his own outing at some point in the near future. And now, according to a listing on IMDb, the voice behind Nintendo's well-known mascot, Charles Martinet, will voice the iconic character in Disney's upcoming 3D animation film, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Uh, Martinet has been voicing Nintendo's mascot since 1990, so if this listing is accurate, it's fantastic uh, to see his involvement with Wreck-It Ralph 2. With Bowser flying the flag for Nintendo in the original movie, Nintendo's cast would be represented once again in the second entry. For now, though... We'll just have to wait and see for any other information about the sequel. Uh, what a qu- what one when did you say Illumination? Yeah, the uh, the uh, that should be Pixar. No. Pixar does. No, Rick and Ralph. no, uh, Mar the Mario movie is being done by Illumination. Oh, okay. I was just like, no, Wreck It Ralph. Was- Wreck It Ralph's being done by Disney Animation Internal. Pixar's not doing it. Uh huh. Pixar didn't do Why the first not- one either. I thought Pixar did. Mm-mm. No, it was Disney Animation. Oh wow! Dis- Disney has three. Well, there's three teams between Disney Animation and Pixar. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's like there's four teams. There's two at Pixar and two at Disney Animation. That way they can get movies out every year, because an okay. animated movie approximately takes two and a half to four years, depending on how long it is and like what you want to do with the movie or whatever. So. Okay, but that's I, mean, a, I think a lot of people. Oh, sorry. Oh no, because when I heard Illumination, I, I'm like, I know that's. I think that's DreamWorks. Yeah, it is and stuff. So that's why I was just like, Drake. That's the that's the weird thing. But DreamWorks. Well, go ahead, boss. I'm sorry. DreamWorks is the worst. I, I can't. I can't watch any DreamWorks movie. <laughs> I just can't. Can't. Can't watch Shrek. I hate Shrek. I hate Shrek so much. I hate Shrek. He's the worst. Sh- Shrek is the worst. Shrek or those little yellow things? Nope. Uh, I they're both terrible, but I think the minions. The minions. Are better, the minions are better. Yeah, than the Shrek. Minions. 
but they're both. It's like, dude, the new minion, the third minions movie is so good. <laughs> I would rather. I like it. I would rather Ubisoft make a Rabbids movie. Ooh, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but what do you guys I think a lot of people were expecting to see Mario at some point in Wreck-It Ralph 1 and like we mm-hmm. saw we saw Bowser we saw the uh, the mushroom but no Mario uh, yeah. we saw a lot of Sonic not a lot but more than probably cared to um, <laughs> but yeah I'm excited I, I, you know like that would be that would be a pretty sweet movie to have like if he wasn't like a main main character but he, mm-hmm. I mean he was in it mm-hmm. like more than just a, for a couple of seconds or something yeah you know yeah. but yeah that's that's the part of Mario he's for all these years he's still an icon to video games and recognizable anywhere like he will sell you on the movie sell you on the game sell you on a plush board games, whatever. Mario is that powerful as a kind of character in video games. So it would be crazy for Nintendo definitely not to be working with Disney to get this happening. Yeah, I mean, they already got a good a good, uh, good relationship. So Yeah, it still, it still surprises me, though, that they went with DreamWorks and NBC and Universal for, like, theme parks and, and movies and stuff, where, like, I mean, I... I it surprises me that they didn't go with Disney, but it's. I think, it, like, the more I thought about it, it doesn't surprise me because, like, Nintendo and Disney both have that thing where they want complete control over the the mm-hmm. mo- the movie and the process and stuff. Which, I mean, I think Disney Animation Internal and Pixar would have done a fantastic Mario movie. Like that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. But the way Nintendo operates, they want complete control over their stuff. Yeah, uh, which is which is actually like the reason why Harry Potter world, the uh, the Wizarding World of of Harry Potter, is at Universal as well, is because they pitched the idea to Disney first, right? And Disney right. Wa- Disney wanted to make a whole park out of it, but they wanted complete control. And uh, you know the the people that are in charge of of Pottermore, which is like the company now, and J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. they wanted it to look like the movies where like they had all the schematics and stuff drawn up by the uh, art director of the third through seventh movie. And Disney wanted to do their own thing, which is why they're universal because they are allowed complete, complete control over what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And plus, and plus, uh, I don't know how licensing goes between that, uh, like the deal and stuff. And I think Disney would save more money by doing their own parts. Yeah. Well, stuff, I mean, I mean, where, Right now, like, my parents and I have been talking a lot about Disney because they're leaving. Well, by the time this episode goes up, they're they're already there. But, like, <clears throat> they're going to Disney on Tuesday uh, with my with my cousins. They're taking them. Like, we were supposed to go, but Sana's pregnant, so can't go. Uh, <laughs> but they're they're Good going baby. they're going down, and like everything they're about to do or are doing and about to do to Disney World is like I. If there's one thing I would be podcasting about other than video games, which is something I really wanted to do, but nobody's as passionate about Disney as I am, it's like that. I would have done Disney stuff. Oh, I love, I love Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, you know, they're they're doing a whole bunch of stuff revolving around Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot. They're opening Star Wars Land next year. They're 
uh, doing some Doctor Strange and uh, Captain Marvel and Ant-Man stuff. Like, it's going to look... Some of those parks are going to be completely unrecognizable to people who went, like, within the last year or so. Yeah. <laughs> when, when is a lot of that supposed to be done? Uh, Toy Story Land... Or Avatar Land is open right now. Yeah, yeah. Toy Story Land opens on June 30th. Okay. Star Wars Land opens next June. Guardians of the Galaxy stuff opens the summer following, and they want all this stuff done by their 50th anniversary, which is in 2021. Okay. Oh, they'll have it done by then. (laughs) And then the other rumor right now is that at Animal Kingdom, welcome to Disney cast, uh, they're going to, after this summer, they're going to tear down the African pavilion over at uh, Animal Kingdom and build Wakanda Mm -hmm. for Black Panther. Oh, Oh, that's nice. Which would be cool because, like, I mean, I watched that movie and I thought the movie was okay, but, like, it's a visually stunning movie. And there's a lot of, like, African representation in that movie in terms of, like, the way they do tribes and colors and, and, you know, customs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, So I think that would be really cool if they did that over there. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. cause it's that's pretty much stayed pretty basic and just a, like a safari setting and not really too much character to it other than that. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong that, like, I'm probably in the minority, but that that's like what I was most excited to go see when I went to Disney. Is because like just because I love animals and all that stuff, so like, like I was more excited to go to that than go on rides. That's but, the one thing I haven't did was Animal Kingdom. Oh, okay. uh, Animal Kingdom. I they have. I, I think now, like, it used to be like, it was an okay park, but there's like the Disney's kind of gone through this renaissance of like, okay, we need to we need to modernize our parks, right? And like. Mm-hmm. You know, Hollywood Studios is getting Toy Story Land and and uh, Star Wars Land, and they're redoing one of my favorite rides. And like, I don't know why they're not just keeping it a great movie ride, just updating it for all the stuff that Disney's acquired over the last thirty years, right? But like, you know, the great movie ride had like Alien and Indiana Jones and Tarzan and Wizard of Oz stuff in there, and like, they're remodeling that to be. Uh, history of Mickey Mouse and like a Mickey and Minnie kind of cutesy car ride type thing. Uh, you know, they're doing a lot of stuff over there. And then Epcot Future World is getting all kinds of revamped to be more in tune with like the Marvel stuff. Uh, which it, it's, they're kind of on this weird thing where like they can't use any of the Avenger stuff because Universal's contract is through like 2030. <laughs> so they can't yeah. use. Wow. They can't use like. They can't use Hulk, Spider-Man, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, and, like, I guess, like, the X-Men stuff they can't use either. But they only could use it for the movies. Yeah, I'm just, talk- I'm just talking theme park-wise. Like, they just... Theme park-wise, okay. Yeah, like, because Universal is so close to Disney World that, like, Disneyland can do it, but Disney World can't. It's, like, this weird, like, distance thing. I don't know. It's weird. Uh but I think Universal is prepping, though, to allow Disney to have the Marvel license back because they've obviously got Harry Potter, and now they've got Super Nintendo Land, and, uh, yeah, you know, they've got Jurassic Park and The Simpsons and King Kong and Transformers and all that stuff is coming back into uh, play now, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Wow. 
That was great. That was so exciting for me to talk about all this stuff. <laughs> but anyways, Mario might appear in the Wreck-It Ralph 2 movie, which I'm I'm I can't wait for that movie. And uh, Incredibles 2 comes out in like 2 weeks. <laughs> comes out the t- that it comes out the that Thursday after E3. Right. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> so, woo! I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait to see that movie. <sighs> I love yeah. Incredibles. So I much. I I might sneak in and go see it that Friday morning. See, like <laughs> to wrap it all back around the switch. Lego Incredibles two comes out that Tuesday. <laughs> Anyways, right? I'm just trying to tie it all together, guys. <laughs> uh, our next story comes from Nintendo Today. Uh, this is a eShop update. Uh, these these were the best selling Switch eShop games of last week. And it might not be what you think. Uh, last week, Nintendo uh, Switch eShop chart had a lot of surprises. For one, most of Nintendo's first-party titles were outsold by indie games. Uh, out of the top 20, Super Mario Odyssey came in dead last at number 20. Uh, it shows just how strong the indie selection is on Switch, which is why so many indie developers are bringing their games to the console. But Nintendo's first-party titles have never really dominated the eShop charts anyway because most of Nintendo's gamers prefer to buy the retail versions. Uh, I'm just going to go over this list here, some of the highlights uh, for the... I'll just read the whole list, actually. So, number one was Wizard of Legend, the uh, roguelite uh, that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Yeah, what is good. Yeah. Uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, number two. Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 at number three. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition at four. Mega Man Legacy Collection at 5, Stardew Valley at 6, Tropical Freeze at 7, Astro Bears Party at 8. It's because that game was on sale last week for like a dollar. Because <laughs> uh, like, I was like, man, this would be a really funny Let's Play if we just did something dumb like Astro Bear Party. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at number 9, Human Fall Flat at 10, Arcade Archives versus Super Mario Brothers at 11, Minecraft at 12, Little Nightmares at 13, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection at 14, Overcooked at 15, Breath of the Wild at 16, 60 Seconds at 17, Rocket League at 18, Ikaruga at 19, and Super Mario Odyssey Landing at the last spot at number 20. So, a lot of good indie games. Indie games dominating the charts, man. Well, and that's that's amazing that uh, that uh, Zelda is still still in the top 15. Yeah. <laughs> like Dude, you, like it's like you'd think everyone already has it, but there that just shows that a lot of people are still buying switches and getting it, you know, getting it right away when they get their switch. Yeah, True. Odyssey still being on this is amazing. I'm like, even at twenty, that means that it's sold enough to be on on that list. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. that's that's good. So that then. You know, probably like around this time, a lot of companies would do like price drops for their AAA game, whether it's like ten or twenty percent off or anything like that. Nope, Mario still sixty bucks, and <laughs> people are buying it. Yeah. So, yeah, Wizards of Legends is a really good game. Um, I just got to get back to it. <laughs> now, where's N plus plus on this list, guys? Well, it, didn't it just come out? Yeah. Last. So week, I mean, it came I out mean. Last- Last week, last Thursday. I'm I'm sure it will go on the list eventually. It's been out for ten days. Where's it at? <laughs> Just saying, best, probably the second or third best indie game on the system right now. 
in my yeah. opinion. In my Cavalc- humble opinion. So. The cavalcade of indie and big party gangs, triple A and first party, is is in rotation now. It's in movement. Because, man, there's probably about another 20 gangs worth to get just for the summer. So that list is going to change, but yeah, Hyrule War- like I, uh, Hyrule Warriors. I agree with you, Jesse. Dude, that thing was hard to find the day it came out. Like physical copies were hard to find anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so far behind on like getting the games that have come out. <laughs> like I've given up. <laughs> I don't have money, and I, Sushi, I just Sushi Strikers comes out on Friday, Ed. Yes, that game. I, I really wanna I, like I really wanna get uh Mario Aces, you know, tennis or whatever when it comes out. I wanted to get Tropical Freeze and I hopefully will eventually get that, but yeah, there's just so many games that have come out that I want. <laughs> it's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Well our last news story comes from Game Informer. Astro partners with Nintendo starting with Zelda-themed headset. Uh, The Astro A10 headset is partnering with Nintendo to create a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild-themed headset. Uh, The headset, which Astro says is just the first product from their collaborative work with Nintendo, is an A10 headset with sleek Zelda iconography uh, covering it. The idea, Astro says, is to release headsets that can be used for Nintendo Switch voice chat. Uh... We worked closely with Nintendo to create a stylish, uncompromising audio experience with a special new chat adapter designed specifically for Switch. Uh, With Nintendo Switch Online smartphone app, players can chat with their friends while playing compatible games or at home on the go. Uh, The headset gets released this winter and will be shown off at E3. So... Really good, nice design. It's really cool. It's a nice headset. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I went to E3. Hopefully they show more, uh, like like the boxing price and everything for it. Um, because I would like to see it do good. Like like people will, will pick, think about picking it up. Yeah. Uh. So, I mean, honestly, I don't know how much voice chat I'm going to be doing on Switch because like if I'm playing my Switch and we're actually playing multiplayer games on Switch. <laughs> I'm sure most uh, all three of us and like our friends will be sitting right where we're sitting right now, uh, <laughs> right? Using Skype or Discord or whatever, but uh, it's cool that you know they're tr- they're tr- somebody's trying to make Nintendo voice voice chat viable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, and, and like I said, I mean, there's always two. Like we've got the um, the you know the Xbox uh, <laughs> app for chat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right, because oh, it just like I mean it, it. I just feel like it works a little better than the Nintendo one would, just because with the Nintendo one, don't you need like a dongle and all that stuff to? Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. it's a mess. It's a yeah interesting mess. So yeah, because with the Xbox one, at least you can just literally plug your headset into it directly into your phone, and that's all you need. Yeah. I just I remember around Christmas time, 
Ed and I would stay up late and talk on, and I was playing Switch, but I had my Xbox headset on, and we would just right. be talking. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Those were the nights. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah, because actually, actually, I was just thinking you can actually hook your Switch into your Xbox and play your Switch through your Xbox and talk on the headset. Technically, that <laughs> and is still correct, hear yeah. the so- and still hear the the sound from your game. That is through te- that. Technically, <laughs> technically, you are correct. <laughs> so. That's the picture within picture. Uh, it's the TV. It's the TV. Yeah, stuff. the TV setting. So yeah. it's literally fill the full screen, but it just would. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, uh, before we get out of here, I want to plug a few things. Uh, you know, next week we are Ed and I, and hopefully Jesse at some point will be covering a lot of E3 stuff. Uh, you know, if it during the weekends or whatever, where we are live streaming, Ed and I will be at least watching, uh, doing a watch along for Bethesda and Microsoft. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do a watch along for E3 or for EA, but I know that night before we do squad goals or whatever, we are going to be talking about uh, what happened at EA that day. And then obviously yes. Tuesday night, we're doing a big Nintendo recap and watch along and everything. Uh, it will be after the press conference, so uh, because you know I have to work that day, sadly. Uh, but you know we will be doing a, a watch along that night and then covering everything. We're gonna do a breakdown of every game. Uh, we're gonna do a mini block on every game. So uh, there's a lot of Nintendo content to get through next week. Uh, yes, yeah. and actually, and people <coughs> come to ngrradio.com. Um, I'm going to be trying to post stories for. Uh, pretty much for Monday also with Ubisoft and uh, Ubisoft, Square Enix, and Sony. Um, I think the Nurse Gone Platinum guys are probably going to be watching Sony, so um, just come to NGR Radio, uh, check out some of my writings for the conference and what they showed, and uh, hopefully I'll have notes for you all in case if you want to take our notes and use it for your own podcast. Yeah, um, I'll put it up there for you all. Yeah, and we're going to try to live stream our uh watch along through twitch.tv slash NGR radio. Um, I think we're going to do it through Twitch. Maybe we'll do it through YouTube, but I, I'm going to figure that out. We're definitely doing it through Twitch. So, uh, mm-hmm. I just, I want to see if I can do a double, a double stream and see how that <laughs> goes. Uh, so we're going to try that, but at least twitch.tv slash NGR radio, we are going to do it live. So it'll be a, be a good time. Uh, let's see what else, what else, uh, yeah, man, I can't believe E3 is this weekend. I cannot <laughs> believe it. I know it seemed like for a while, like we, it, it was too far away, and it was you know to be excited for it, and then all of a sudden now it's like next week. <laughs> I know it's insane. Uh, Dude, people are still doing predictions. I know, I know. All those, all the fake uh, like things being released, like that thing. No, that a lot of podcasts. No, people well, I, no, I know. It's always. It's always funny listening to big outlets do predictions, though, because, like, you know they already know. Like, you know they all went to Judges Week and played all the games already, and, like, everybody that's, like, seen the the pre-recorded Twitch stuff is, like, you know they know, and, like, their predictions are just dumb because they know. So uh, I usually like to listen to, like, you know, I I think Secret Friends did an E3 thing, like, uh... 
like a small thing for E three on one of their shows is like uh you know, Fathers of the Grind does stuff, uh, you know, us I mean we obviously did a bunch of prediction stuff, so uh yeah. those predictions are always better because like we don't know. We're not there. <laughs> so uh but anyways, other things I wanna plug real quick. Expansion pack every Monday at noon Eastern time on NGRradio.com and youtube.com slash NGR radio where most of us kind of just talk about a topic, a random topic. Um, you know, many blocks are happening. Uh, we had one last week on the Pokemon stuff. So, uh, we actually added that episode to the power block feed. So, uh, just to kind of promote the mini blocks again, those are usually YouTube only segments, but you know, it's that, it's that random dose of Nintendo when you need it. So, uh, let's see what else. There was one other thing. Uh, Check out our Let's Play shows, Royale with Cheese and Squad Goals and uh, Pod and Play. And then Indie Showcase is coming up the week after E3. It starts on the 23rd. Yay! So that's a, that's a good time. That is a good time. Uh, so Jesse joined us for the Lightfall episode. That was a good one. That was a good time. Yes. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. That was a fun one. <laughs> it was. So... <laughs> Uh, anyways, you can find Nintendo Power Block on your podcast service of choice every Tuesday and Friday uh, at 7 a.m. Eastern. You can find it on YouTube.com uh, slash NGR Radio as well. You can follow us on social media at NGR Power Block. Join our Facebook page, uh, our Facebook group, rather, uh, YouTube.com slash groups slash Nintendo Power Block. And if you want to follow all of our content, Facebook.com slash NGR Radio. Um, you know, we started posting a lot of stuff there every day as well. Uh, I got the website set up so it posts there and Twitter every day. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm happy, man. I can't believe, like, I just did all the intros and, and cut some new trailers for NGR Proper 100. And, like, I can't believe we, we're already coming up on two years of this. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, when Matt and I, like... When Matt and I started, and Ed was, like, kind of new to our group uh, at that point, like, I, re- I was going back and adding older, ep- like, slowly adding older episodes of NGR and all the other podcasts to this show, and it's like, it was like episode three, and it was like, Matt and Corey are joined by guests Ray and Edward, and I'm like, oh, wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yes, so. yes, everybody, I was... I was a guest at that time. I was on another network at that time. And then, uh, yeah, now I'm co-hosting, host of many things, I should say. And I think think we do too much sometimes. It's so (laughs) And we we just kind of wrangled Jesse into doing it all with us now. It's just like... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sorry, Jesse. One of us. One of us. One of us. (laughs) <laughs> I enjoy it. Luckily, I enjoy it. So, yeah. And it's always, it's always like, uh, like I've I've said before on on some episodes. Like I I work night shift to people who are listening. So like, and then I work by myself. So like this is my my uh, adult conversation talk for the most part. I mean, you know, like I talk with my wife and stuff, you know, occasionally and all that and whatever you know the normal with that but i don't really have too much adult conversation at work or anything like most people do so yeah so i get i get a lot of my conversation in here (laughs) yeah 
Well, like at at my job, it's al- it's almost the same way too because like yeah, I mean I I drive now like I'm yeah. just, I'm by myself ninety percent of my day and it's like the only other interactions I have besides you know with my boss for like maybe a half hour out of the day is like my wife and then you guys uh, <laughs> and then Matt and Moose on Mondays right so like yeah uh, it's a good time though yeah. Man, two years. I can't believe. I can't believe. Hey, uh, from where, from where it started to what it is now is a blessing. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I know. It's a, well, and I'm trying to think what what uh, episode did I join the the show on the on Arsenal X? I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what how long I've been. That probably it's got to be close to a year now. Isn't it's it probably well if it's probably around maybe September November September October uh yeah because we were just because we didn't have an Xbox show so yeah. we were just starting out with that and yeah yeah so. and then I yeah and then I joined eventually because I think you guys had it had at least like 10 episodes or so and I think didn't you we had, yeah quite a few, had a few. Let few. Me, yeah uh, I'm gonna look this up Let's see. Because I, I want to say maybe it was like a twenty in the twenties that I joined. Twenty, like right before thirty episode, maybe that I joined. I don't know. Maybe it may be maybe more than that. Hmm. I don't remember. It's it feels like it's been a year already. <laughs> it's, I know it's getting close to it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I miss it. You were on episode eleven. Okay. You're on episode ten. <laughs> You're on episode nine. It's great radio, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure somebody is like, "You're on episode eight. Uh, okay, well, maybe then I did join earlier than I thought. Well, I, I had known, I I knew though that it wasn't too many in, but I guess I didn't not re- think it was that that. You Lola. you joined in episode seven. Okay. It looks All like. Right. Yep. Lucky number seven. <laughs> yep. All right. So. Anyways. I took. Ho- I, yeah, I took hosting duties when we did the audio one after the audio one. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyways, like I just I feel really kind of like. Everybody is is like kind of on the track to like. Pulling their own weight's the wrong word, but like, you know, Ed, you do a lot for <laughs> this channel, and Jesse, you do a lot of like, you know, I mean, you have the ability to record through Twitch now, through the Xbox for squad goals when I'm not around and stuff, and it's like, Nerds Gone Platinum is like, all of their stuff is totally out of my hands now, right? So like, unless they need like something specific for like, if like if we decide to do new intros six months from now. God, no, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> or, like, you know, change the song or whatever in the intro or whatever. Like, uh, Jason's been testing stuff out for Trophy Hunters. So, like, it, he, like, all of the NGP stuff is out of my hands now, right? And it's just like, what a... <laughs> not that it was, like, a burden or anything, but that's, like, four extra shows that I don't have to edit, and it's, like... Free time, <laughs> yeah. free time. Yeah. So let's let's make new intros for all the shows because we right. have free time. 
create more work for yourself. But like, I, I don't mean that. I, I mean, I'm not saying that to like discourage anybody or anything. I'm just saying like everybody's pulling their own weight and everybody's like doing a fantastic job. And I think I say that like once every other week, but like, you know, you guys are appreciated and it's a good time. So well, it's, yeah, it's fun to do and I have fun doing it. So, but uh, Jesse, Anyways. do you have anything to plug? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. And then also, yeah, I, I joined uh, the NGR radio proper uh, podcast. So this 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 week, Monday, it would have been up, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was Monday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, so that should be out by the time you guys hear this. Yep. So yep. check I that uploaded out. It, I uploaded it before we started recording. So, uh, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that pressure code, and you can check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and tune in. Also, check out Arsenal X, our NGR's Radio Xbox podcast, every Wednesday. And yeah, we're going to be getting ready for E3, and hopefully, you guys will join us. We our review our reviews, read our thoughts about it, uh, come join our streams, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll basically have been already be here. <laughs> E3, man. E3. You can find me at Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Nerds Gone Rogue, Arsenal X, and a plethora of other content here on NGRRadio.com. Check out our website. It's a good time. I am all, finally almost done with it. Uh, took a little detour to do new intros hope you enjoyed the new intro if you're watching the video if you aren't watching the video head on over and watch the video and if you if you don't want to watch the podcast don't worry i posted all the intros by themselves so you can watch it it's a good time yay oh man and i'm always worried when i make an intro and i show you because i'm like ed better like this because if he doesn't like it i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna just gonna scrap it and start all over <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing everybody is we probably were talking on about the old expression pack uh about me critiquing on stuff we'll finally have that discussion one day. Oh, man. but anyways download the podcast on your podcast service of choice thank you guys so much for watching and until next time be ready for e3 bye everybody Woo-hoo. Bye.